0: Hi Nol Team Manning the Secretary, hanging out talking movies with Mr Jeff Powell. How are you, man? You forgot my name. I didn't. I oh, just okay. I was gonna call you something else and decided not to. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> sure thing. We do talk movies right here each week on Cinema Scene. Garden Web University Radio. Been doing this show in some form or fashion since nineteen ninety nine. Uh, we had a guy by the name of Earl Owens be a filmmaker who come came in and hung out and talked with us for movies for a while. We've had a lot of mm-hmm. students. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have filmmakers that we bring in, um, call on the phone, and Oscar winners. And so, and, and then we have Jeff Powell. So <laughs> <laughs> you that, can't get Joel. anything better. We'll, okay, we'll use Jeff. <laughs> well, man, uh, a lot of stuff going on in, uh, in film. Uh, we had a Hollywood death. Uh, last week that we'll talk about uh, i've got a few movie reviews to talk about and also we'll look at the box office results and uh, depending on if we have time or if we really care we can talk about uh, what's new on a dvd and yeah, yeah. Uh, and blu-ray and such uh, next week i do want to let you know that we're going to be bringing in a film student uh, jen guberman is going to come in and hang in hang out and talk movies With me, and hopefully she'll be doing that quite a bit during the uh, fall semester. She's awesome. So uh, looking forward to that. Uh, But Jeff, glad to have you, man. (laughs) (laughs) All that preamble sounds like, well, not really, but okay. Uh, (laughs) We'll take you. We'll take (laughs) you. Well, man, uh, big weekend uh, at the box office, sluggish but big for certain films. Uh, Dunkirk was really, really strong again last weekend, held on to number one. Okay. uh, Second week in a row. Uh, The Emoji Movie. Uh, opened up at number two, even uh, with horrible reviews, and uh, when it opened, it had a zero percent Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I've zero. never seen that. I've uh, never it's actually up that. to six percent now. Okay, all right, well, yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> but um, you know, the, the the thing is, somebody asked me, said, so "How do you think is it like critic proof?" I'm like, "Well, animation is to some extent. To you're going to take you're kids. Gonna, you're going to take your kids, and uh, it's going to have a good opening weekend. Those those movies." If they're out there, families are going to come. This Just, one may fade fast. It may fade fast. There's Because there's another uh, animated film uh, that's going to be opening um, next weekend. Uh, Jackie Chan as a, a mouse with uh, jujitsu powers <laughs> or something. So uh, the nutty nut job. I think it's Nut Job 2. I didn't even know there was a Nut uh, Job 1. There was 1? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I <had> no idea. <laughs> but we'll talk about that, Jackie Chan, and that. Uh, Girls Trip also did well last weekend. Atomic Blonde debut but debuted at number four uh, did not uh do what they had wanted it to do and spider-man homecoming still holding well after uh, like nearly five weeks wow. in the top yeah. five so um strong movie there Tom blonde i did get a chance to see it well uh, i have to say first of all perhaps one of the reasons that it didn't open well is i didn't hear anything about this movie until i heard it from you really i'm like i've seen nothing i've heard nothing and, and and then you're, you're talking about this movie, and I'm like, yeah. I never heard of it. Wow, okay, because I saw a ton of stuff. Wow, okay, all right. You know, We're looking at different I, I stuff then. So. I so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, they did spend quite a bit of money all on right. marketing, but I guess not marketing to They didn't you. market it to me. <laughs> uh, Tom McBlond, it's uh, set against the, uh, the week leading up to the fall of the Berlin Wall. That's the time period uh, of this, and it takes place in East and West Berlin. Um, you do see some scenes in Paris and some scenes in England. But for the most part, what's taking place is is right there. And it, it follows kind of this typical spy craft fair. Um, double agents, you know, gunfights, uh, car chases, body blows, narrow escapes. Um, a, a secret list of all the agents out there that people are trying to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. That's the story. Okay. The, the, the really only difference is... Uh, instead of being a James Bond leading this it's Jane Bond uh-huh. it's a, a female yeah. uh, female agent uh, from mi6 that's this kind of taking this on it's really it's highly predictable storytelling um, the um, some slow pacing at times but then followed by just several minutes of fight scenes and I'm talking several minutes of just like these Long body blows out, Um the the fight scenes, all that stuff, kind of overshadows um, a strong cast. Did have a strong cast? Charlize Theron's in this. John Goodman, uh, James McAvoy, uh, also in this. Visuals really solid. Uh, the 80s soundtrack played really well okay, with yeah. this also. But the storyline was just recycled spy action stuff. Nothing new. Nothing you no, haven't seen before. No, um, I did appreciate um, as you're seeing certain scenes. Um, if it's a hotel room, uh, you might have a TV in the background and the TV's giving you a historical backdrop. You're hearing the newscast of what's happening in (laughs) Berlin, you know, you're even seeing MTV shots in the background. So I like that, but for me, it really does many, so many movies, you have to start with a story and there's nothing really unique about this to me. It was based on, um, a graphic uh i think it was based on a graphic novel called the coldest day or the coldest night Uh, i've got that written down i don't have it here but um the best i can do is a c plus on this movie it uh visually was interesting i said uh, some things i liked about it but overall it's going to be forgettable Mm. and it's not one of these i'm going to go back to um I, i do like action films my my wife loves action films and uh, when I went to see it, she said, well, maybe, you know, maybe you want to take me back to it. And so after I gave her my review, she says, nah. <laughs> so she, and I know her well enough that she would get bored with it. So right. Atomic Blonde, uh, it opened at number four. I wouldn't expect it to, to do much better this week. Uh, it's not going to not gonna jump up. Uh, did see also, Jeff, an independent film. This is a Magnolia release, limited theaters. Uh, also available uh, on like same day demand, which we're seeing more and more. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah, um, I, I think it's a great way for these indie films to get viewers. Uh, you know, you're having fewer theaters that are going to give you a shot at it. Um, so you know, why not say, okay, we're going to have it at yard house cinemas, and then uh, if you want to watch it at home, you can you can pay on demand. I like mm-hmm. that. I really mm-hmm. like that aspect of it. Um, This film is called Person to Person. It's shot in a really beautiful 1970s stylistic approach. 16-millimeter film, shot on film. Um, It it kind of takes a page out of a Gary Marshall or a Robert Robert Altman handbook where they're trying to provide this overarching story connected by different characters. So you're seeing these different scenes that are separate with like five or six different characters, and ultimately they connect somehow. There's a connection there, yeah. And in a really good film, in a really strong written film, that can work. Mm -hmm. Um, In order for that to work, you've got to have some compelling characters and some compelling story things that they're dealing with, some compelling crisis issues they may be facing to get to whatever that tie-in point is. There was none of that here. Uh, I didn't care about any of the characters. Uh, None of the stories had anything that made me want to watch the movie's only an hour and twenty-four minutes long, but 30 minutes in, I was like, okay, how much more? That's not a good place to be <laughs> no, with this movie. It is not. Um had a couple of uh faces that people would recognize. Uh Michael sarah is in this from Arrested Development. Also Philip Baker Hall, not a name that a lot of people know, but a face a lot of folks would know. He's been in 45 films. Wow. Um so when you see him, you're like, oh yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. Um, I just I didn't care about any of the stories, uh, or, or I didn't even care about them connecting. So, really weak supporting cast as well. Nothing strong there. So you throw all those together, uh, you know, stories just too drawn out. Um, it, it lingered without purpose. And so, person to person, a C minus rating for me uh, on that. I'm glad I got to see it, but uh, but you know, not one I'm going to write home about either. <laughs> That's for sure. I know one more film I want to mention. This is an Australian Western. Uh, You don't see too many Australian Westerns. Quigley Down Under. Yes. Good job, man. I've seen that one. Who starred in it? Yeah, uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Tom Selleck. Look at you. Proud of you. Proud of you, Mr. Jeff Powell. Yes. Not too many uh, Australian Westerns. Italian Westerns. Spaghetti Westerns. Spaghetti Westerns. I grew up on those. Yeah, The Western is uh, one of the uh, original american art forms from the standpoint of because it it focused on that american west and so many things relating to that pioneer spirit um you know lawlessness and 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 the adventure of the you know, what's out there mm-hmm. um but you know other countries went through similar things as did australia and uh this movie takes place in american civil war time period uh, the name of the movie is called The Legend of Ben Hall, and it actually fathers, follows a real-life outlaw, uh, one of the most notorious outlaws in Australia. I didn't know anything about him, but I'm not Australian. Exactly. So um, I guess equivalent of like a Jesse James yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Now, the, the big difference with this guy, um, tr- he was said to have had like over 600 crimes that he committed, most of them robberies. Mm-hmm. He was known as a gentleman criminal um, or the gentleman outlaw. Uh, he never killed anyone. And all of these robberies, armed robberies, but he never killed anyone. Um, and, and watching this film, it, it covered the last nine months of his life. You see him at one point; he's he's holding up all these rich folks, and this uh, this woman says you know, he's trying to take a necklace, and she says, "I, I don't want to give you that necklace." He's sitting there holding a gun on her. He says, "Why?" She said, "It's it has a lot of family sentimental value, and it uh, it, it was my mother's." He says, "Okay, you can keep it." And he goes on to the next person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so you get a real interesting sense of, of kind of this guy was, he was he was taking money for whatever reason he had been um, kind of wronged by uh, the the upper crust of society and uh, he was trying to get kind of his money back, so to speak. So he had a little Robin Hood in mm-hmm. him as well. Yeah. Uh, this was written, directed, and produced by an um, uh, Australian filmmaker named Matthew Holmes. And um, he did a short film of this that was part of a Kickstarter campaign. that was a 40-minute long film. Uh, and then he got a lot of more money to do a feature film, And including uh, Fox Australia, a distribution company, uh, part of the whole uh, 20th Century Fox, and Fox distributing that, uh, that gave him some extra money. The movie was like two hours, 22 minutes long. Big problem with that. Um, I, I think when you, when you give a... A relatively young filmmaker that kind of money and that kind of control (laughs) they it's hard for them to kind of step back and and take an objective look and I think that's what happened with this film there were several characters and several scenes that ultimately didn't make a lot of sense to the grand story of his last nine months I I think he was looking at he he was trying to be very uh, historically accurate I think he was being a little too historically accurate. And um, he needed somebody to come in and say, you know, for the furtherment of the story, Mm -hmm. let's get rid of this, 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 and this. It just needs a good edit. It needed a good edit. And so I would love to go see the 40-minute short this was based on just to see um, how that holds up. Uh, Jack Martin was the lead actor. He was fantastic. Australian guy I've never seen before uh, in the lead role. He was great. Um, It looked wonderful. The uh, the cinematography was great. The score was great. The uh, attention to detail with uh, set design, the props for that time period and in Australia, I mean, it, it looked like the Old West. Uh, the land sweeping landscapes, just beautiful. So it was beautiful to look at, but not for two hours and twenty minutes. No, I gotcha. So um, there were. Um, nothing of this that I'm going to remember from a Western standpoint. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to see a Western, I I would stay away from this. A C minus for the legend of Ben Hall. Uh, I will say that the uh, director Matthew Holmes is also the writer, as I mentioned, and producer. He's wanting to do a series of films that focus on the, uh, the great outlaws of the Australian West, I guess. And so uh, many of the same uh, actors and characters Are going to be reprising roles in other films. Interesting, if if he gets the money for them. So we'll see if that happens uh, or not. But uh, that is called the Legend of Ben Hall. C-minus rating for that. Uh, Opening this weekend, uh, three films in wide release: Uh, Kidnap, which is uh, a taken kind of film with Halle Berry. Uh, Also Detroit. Um, It's uh, Catherine Bigelow who did the Hurt Locker, has taken on a, a crime. Action drama called Detroit, uh, a period piece as well, and then The Dark Tower, uh, a Stephen King-based film, will be opening in uh, wide release. Read the book; might have to go see this. Yeah. Well, there have been a whole series of books, so. Oh yeah, it's it's an ongoing uh, series. And and the graphic. I went to the graphic novels. I read the first book, and then the the second and third one was like really long, and I said, "Okay, let me look at the pictures and (laughs) look at the little cartoon bubbles." Yeah. Uh, So yeah, it's. I'm I'm interested to see where they take this story. I really love the story. It's and got a good cast. Good cast, very good cast. Idris Elba, uh, the lead in this. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, Oscar winner. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this movie. I'll be checking it out. Hollywood death to mention. Sam Shepard mm-hmm. uh, passed away. He was Oscar nominated for the Right Stuff back in 1983. Also, uh, if you only know him from the filmmaking standpoint, you don't realize uh, didn't realize this guy. Uh, May have been a Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Mm -hmm. back from 1979, uh, had over 40 plays to his credit that were produced, 68 acting credits in film and TV, and also was credited for writing 26 films and TV shows. Wow. You know, I didn't know any of that either until uh, I was, like, reading his obituary, and I'm... Was stunned that yeah. I had no idea of this other aspect. Yeah, uh, a, a a true Renaissance kind of guy as yeah. far as the way he, he crossed the, the different boundaries mm-hmm. and uh, uh, died uh, complications from Lou Gehrig's disease, mm-hmm. I believe is uh, I think is what the what diagnosis what was. Mm-hmm. Well, how are we on time? we need uh, need to wrap things up. Or yeah, we could wrap things up. Okay, all right. I, I did mention uh, home delivery. I'll go ahead and let you know some uh, new movies. Uh, available to uh, check out at home on demand or online streaming, Blu-ray, DVD, you choose. Gifted uh, is a film uh, that's a drama that's out there. Also, Godzilla Resurgence is the American title, but it was released, uh, it was a Japanese release, and it was called Shin Godzilla. And so that is now available as well. And uh, a film that I'm not going to recommend called The Circle, a uh, Tom Hanks film, and also Hermione uh is in that movie as well you saw it and you were underwhelmed i was underwhelmed i I think uh, i I think it was a c rating is what i ended up giving Mm -hmm. the circle so if you want to look for something good this weekend as you can tell the ones i've i've given you reviews on i'm not recommending any of them really strongly but uh dunkirk still in theaters uh still worth checking out and if you haven't seen spider-man homecoming uh if you like the Superhero thing, check that out as well. All right, sounds good. All right, till next time. I'm Noel Manning. That's Jeff Powell just listening to me right here on a WGwG I'm sorry, org. what'd you say? <laughs> this is Cinema Scene. That's a wrap.